Did you know that the fit portion of the interview makes up 50% of your final interview score at top consulting firms? If you've spent all your time preparing for the case interview and haven't put together clear, concise, and compelling fit stories, it's time to start today. We're here to help. Join us for the Fit Interview Intensive on Saturday, August 14th from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern. In this fast-paced, interactive, three-hour intensive, we'll break down the three main types of fit questions that you'll see and help you prepare stories for each one. You can learn more and grab your seat via the link in the show notes. One of the first questions you're asked in an interview is walk me through your resume. It's not necessarily because the interviewer wants you to walk them through your resume. It's often because they haven't read it or they just simply wanna see what you'll do if you're given the floor. In 95% of my interviews, I had certainty about whether I would hire someone or not, given their answer to walk me through your resume. If you want to prepare adequately for an interview, get ready by prepping this question. Follow our guidance in this episode and then reach out to us afterwards if you need curated help. Thanks for joining. Let's dive in. What is the right way to answer walk me through your resume? We coach people through fit interviews, otherwise known as behavioral interviews, all the time when they're focused on top positions at companies like Boston Consulting Group, McKinsey, and Deloitte. And as we work through a lot of these kinds of questions, it's super interesting and super helpful for people to recognize that there are patterns that you can follow to be equally successful in these top interviews and any other job interview that you walk into. So the right way to answer walk me through your resume is based in a little bit of psychology. Let me unpack it for you. The first thing that's important for you to know is that it needs to happen within two minutes. So the story that you're telling needs to have a self-imposed deadline on it. When somebody gives you the floor and says, walk me through your resume, one of the things that they're looking for is how long does it take you naturally to walk through your own resume? So walk me through your resume needs to fit within two minutes. That's one of the right ways to answer it. The second thing that's important is it needs to have a storytelling structure. Walk me through your resume. When I give you the opportunity to walk through it, some people very literally take their resume and walk through their resume and they go down line by line like a checklist. But what I'm really looking for is somebody who actually does the opposite. They say, here's my resume. Let me tell you the story of my resume. And they move my eyes and my attention away from the document and onto them. That's how you are successful with Walk Me Through Your Resume. Let me walk you through a story arc for Walk Me Through Your Resume. That's a really successful way to tell this story. And before I do that, let me just explain why this is successful. This story arc doesn't just answer the question, Walk Me Through Your Resume, but it also answers the question, Tell Me About Yourself, or Give Me a Little Bit of an Introduction into Your Background. It gives an overall story look at who you are, whether they ask you to explicitly walk through your resume or another version of that question. So here's the story arc. It's five to six steps, depending on where you are in your career. Step number one is personal roots. For those of you that listen to the episode on the elevator pitch, personal roots are also the first place that you start in the elevator pitch. And you usually start with something that's specific more to your family or your upbringing than to the country, for example, where you grew up. The second piece is education, where you explain why you got the degree that you did and why you went to the university that you did for undergrad. Then you walk through your leadership experience when you were in undergrad, uh, one or two of those 
your work experiences, one or two of those, a second education if you're completing it now, and then finally, what's next? So the pieces that are the same as the elevator pitch are the personal roots and the what's next, the first and the last pieces. And you're just expanding in the middle by explaining two sentences for every other experience, both the what, what you did, and the why, why you took the role or why it was important, or why it focused you on some kind of learning for your career. So here are some modifications that you might need to make to that structure. If you're doing a first degree only, the structure that I explained made sense. Talk about education, talk about leadership, talk about experience. But if you're doing a second degree, or if you're an experienced hire, not even doing a degree at all, you might want to modify the order that you do those middle pieces. So for example, it might make sense to talk about education, and then about work experience, and then to talk about community involvement afterwards. Um, Or if you're doing your second education degree, it might make sense to talk about education for your undergrad, then work experience, then your second education, then leadership, and then what's next. Um, So the middle pieces are going to be modified in terms of the order that you use based on where you are in your career. However, the story arc overall stays the same. Five to six pieces, two sentences for each, both what and why, beginning with personal roots and ending with what's next. If you can complete your story within two minutes, that's perfect. If it's too much shorter than that, it will feel like you have inauthentic or incomplete experiences. If it's too much longer than that, it will feel as though your storytelling process is not at the executive level that your interviewer expects. So my final exhortation to you is after building, rebuilding, reconstructing, and practicing your story, you make sure that it fits within the time limit and you practice it about 10 times before walking into the interview so that you can really focus on connection with the interviewer, enthusiastic storytelling, and great delivery. If you want help preparing for a fit interview or for a behavioral interview for any job anywhere, we can help. We've prepped people for the hardest interviews in the world, and we can definitely help you. Tell your stories, give them a zing, and get ready for the top interviews of your lives. Our interview coaches are on your team and for you. And so we're excited to help. If you have questions, please just check out the show notes for our links, or you can reach out to us directly, managementconsulted.com. Thanks so much for listening. If you got a lot out of this episode, you'll get even more out of a one-on-one practice session when we can listen to your story, help you tease out the power of who you are and where you came from, and give you the opportunity to share even more as we move forward. We have the tools to help, and we're so excited to do that for you. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for joining. And we look forward to helping you on your journey. If you want to stick around for the party, please review our podcast, make sure that you subscribe and join us for future episodes. In fact, while you're doing that, make sure that you bring a friend. Thanks so much for listening.